Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. We're going to jump right into the Word, but let's go ahead and get into prayer. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you once again for this wonderful opportunity to minister to your precious people. I thank you, dear Lord, that this Word here will build up, encourage, inspire, and give someone what they need for the rest of the week and especially for today. I thank you right now, dear Lord, for the testimony that's going to come forth. I thank you right now for the power, the anointing that's on this word that you've given me to share today in your precious name, Jesus. I want to jump right into this word. We know the last couple of weeks we talked about you've been marked. And um, we're going to talk more about that probably at a later date. But right now I need to talk about... This is something when I go into prayer, and this is how I started out. I said, Lord, you said. Lord, you said. So that's what I'm going to title this today. Lord, you said. You know, sometimes we can get into, we might have things that happen to us. I know um, recently, the last week or so, you know, I just wasn't feeling 100%. You know, I'm here to share certain things, and I don't have a problem with being transparent because, I know by my transparency, it's going to help someone to realize they're not alone. They're not going through this thing by themselves. So, you know, I had to get to the point where I was like, Lord, you said, went into my um, vision room to pray. And I really just to declare, I look around the walls, I look at things that he's told me to do. And I said, Lord, you told me to do this. Lord, you told me to do this. And, and, I, and that's how I would talk to my God, I would just sit there and just, just remind him of some of the things that he's told me to do. And then when I do it, I'll notice that different opposition to try to come up and attack me. And I know I'm doing what God told me to do. I'm moving forward in the things he told me. It may not be in a traditional way that people might think I should move, but I'm doing what he told me to do. So when I go in there, I was like, Lord, you told me to do this. You told me to go on the internet radio. You told me to do the podcast. You told me to start the workshops. You told me to complete the book. You told me to finish, get my degree. You told me to do certain things. But then when the opposition comes... What do you do when the opposition comes? You go back to the one that told you to do it. I'm going to read right here in 2 Chronicles. And it's a passage of scripture. It's a a pretty long chapter. So I'm just going to take out a couple of things here. Um, And and you can go back and read it in your own time. But in 2 Chronicles, it talks about Jehoshaphat. It talks about how... You know, in chapter 19, certain things that he had to do, he had to appoint judges. He did certain things and leaders and different things that he did that what the direction that God gave him told him to do certain things. But right here in Second Chronicles chapter 20, the very first verse here says, after this, the Moabites and the Ammonites with some of the Meunites, I hope I'm saying it correctly, came to wage war against Jehoshaphat. Now, I have heard recently that the Moabites and the Ammonites, they're from the descendants um, of their cousins, because they're from the descendants of Lot, right? So these, they were cousins, and they were joining forces to come up against Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat. 
So some of the people came and told Jehoshaphat, a vast army is coming against you from Edom, from the other side of the Dead Sea. And he's telling them that the army is coming. The army is coming up against you. And King Jehoshaphat, knowing that he's doing what God had told him to do, then had come an army coming up against them, joining forces. Look at this now. They're joining forces to come up against God's chosen man, right? And then I'm going to go down. I want to go down a little bit further. So right here, verse 3, the same chapter. Verse 3. Um, it said that alarm, this is, I'm reading here out of the NIV. I might go back and forth so you can see it. And, and verse, okay, let me read it in the NLT. Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news and begged the Lord for guidance. He went in and talked to the Lord. That's what I'm trying to tell you. He went in and he talked to the Lord. He's, and he, he also ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. So everybody that said it, they with you. He calling all of them together. See, the armies are coming. And when he first heard the news, he was terrified. Think about it now. You there and you know you're doing what God tell you to do. Then all of a sudden you get news from somebody around you, with you, telling you that here comes the army. That was the word that came forth. So the people from all towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. See, all of them coming together now. See, I, I've been talking about unity. I've been talking about unity. I've been, I, I, I haven't been talking to you about it, but I've been talking about it to other people. That how ministries or organizations, nonprofits, whatever, if you could just come together. And get the things done together. You can do a lot more. We're going to talk about how much more you can do. If you come together. See how they say right here. So the people from all the towns of Judah. Judah means praise. So all the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem. It's an actual place. But it also means praise. Came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. You see that? That's in the NLT. Remember now. Jehoshaphat is doing what God told him to do. He's being led by the Holy Spirit of God, telling him what to do. And now they're coming against them. They're coming against them. So sometimes you might, so what, what, what could be coming up against you? Okay, it could be, um, um, it could be something, uh, uh, symptoms or things in your body come up against you. And then that keep you from being mobile. So then you got to go back to the Lord and say, you said in your word, by the stripes of Jesus, I am already healed. So why am I dealing with pain? Right? So you're going to give him back his word. He said that he put his word even more above his name. And he said at his name, every knee shall bow, but his word is above that. Right? So we're going to go back and say, Lord, you said, hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord, you said. So I'm going to read on a little bit more. And then it says, Jehoshaphat stood before the community of Judah and Jerusalem in front of the new courtyard at the temple of the Lord. He prayed, O Lord, God of our ancestors, you alone are the God who is in heaven. You know, sometimes you got to go back and say, you're the one, you're the God in heaven. You're alone. You know, just speak out and declare these things. Because when you start declaring these things in the very face of, 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 um, 
approach of the enemy, you're still doing something in the atmosphere. You're saying, God, you alone, you alone, hallelujah, alone are the God who is in heaven. You are the ruler of all the kingdoms of the earth. You are powerful and mighty, hallelujah. No one can stand against you. That's what Jehoshaphat started declaring out of his mouth in front of the people that was coming together with him in unity. They all seeking God. And then they all, he's pretty much reminding them Hallelujah. When you, hallelujah, hallelujah, that he's reminding them while they're coming together who he is. So you're going to seek the one and he letting them know this is the one that you seek. And he's declaring it. It's also building up his faith. Me just reading the scriptures is building up my faith even more just by declaring them. I've been reading it, but when I just said it out loud just that there's an anointing on when you just declare who he is. I, I think it's also in First King. Remember when Hannah was um was declaring who God was to her after um after the birth of the child of Samuel. You see how she was declaring and the, the and the atmosphere, the things that happened out of that, she gave the that son back. You know, we returned him back to be used by um, as as a prophet of the Lord. But then she was, then she got impregnated to have more children. Because when you start declaring who he is, let's let's go ahead and declare it again. Oh Lord God of our ancestors, Hallelujah! You alone are the God who is in heaven. You are the ruler of all the kingdoms of the earth. You are powerful and mighty. No one can stand against you. Hallelujah. Oh, our God, you did. Hallelujah. Did you not drive out those who lived in this land when your people of Israel arrived? Hallelujah. And you did not give this land forever to the descendants. And did you not give this land forever to the descendants of your friend Abraham? He's just talking to him and said, these are the things you've already done. My God, these are the things he's already, sometimes you got to go back and say, okay, Lord, hallelujah. You don't brought me out of this before. I've been in this situation before. I've had certain attacks before and you brought me out then. Hallelujah. You God, you brought me out of that before. You're going to bring me out again. Sometimes you just got to sit back and think about what God has already done. Let's say you lost your job and then God, then God give you a better job or give you a, um, uh, a skill or something that you can go ahead and start your own business. What, what if people walked away? What if your spouse walked out like I said before he can bring what you need what if whatever it is you can look back my god if you could just take a moment and look back and I'm telling you guys for myself what I have to do sometimes I I get I get um and, and I can get a little frustrated. I'm just telling you guys, being honest. And I and sometimes I have to sit back and think about, Lord, this is what you did before, and you're going to do it again. You're going to do it better than you did it before. Sometimes you got to remember where he had brought you out of before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then he went on. He said, your people settled here and built this temple to honor your name. They said, Whenever we are faced with a calamity such as war, plague, or famine, we can come to, come to stand in your presence before this temple where your name is honored. We can cry out to you, save us, and you will hear us and rescue us. That's out of the um, NLT. But I, I wanted to read some of these things because they are remembering. You know, you got to go back sometime and remember. And it could be very hard when you're in that situation. If you're dealing with a... um. 
if you in a um a war zone and you really dealing with some things and it might be hard to remember it, but if you can just remember one scripture or to be able to pick up the Bible and sometimes depending on the type of warfare you're in, you might have lost a loved one, um, it could be depression, whatever it could be. But if you could just remember one scripture, remember I told you before, whenever um the depression and stuff would try to come, I would go to that I would go to, oh, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, all that is within me, bless his, ho- his holy name. I'll go to that scripture and I'll say it over and over until I can get built back up. And sometimes it works right away and sometimes it takes days. But nevertheless, it always works. Nevertheless, it always works. Hallelujah. So like I said, beginning here, I'm saying, Lord, you said, Lord, you said certain things that you wanted me to do. So right here, we talked about Jehoshaphat here, and we're going to talk a little bit more here. And I want to go down a little bit further because there's a lot in this, in this chapter. Let me see where I want to go to. So then it talks about, I think I'm going to go to the part where a prophet arose up out of the camp that was there. And he came with the word. Yeah, it's in verse, um, I want to talk about, I want to talk about verse 13. Verse 13 said, all the men of Judah, I'm back in the NLT, not NIV, excuse me. All the men of Judah with their wives and children and little ones stood there before the Lord. So the whole family had to show up. First of all, I want to say that to you. Sometimes you be the one in there praying, but it says, right, sometimes you got to bring your whole family in. The little ones, the children, your spouse, everybody got to get together and make sure they all Everybody's seeking God because when you, when there's an army and they're joining forces to come up against you, you might, you will need some help. So bring your whole family and bring your whole household in there and start praying. So then it goes down to verse number 14. Then the spirit of the Lord came on Jehazel, um, Jehazel, um, son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite. And the descendant of Asphalt, as he stood in the assembly, he said, listen, okay? He said, listen, are you listening out there? Listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem. Now, remember that everybody coming together, there's unity here. That was the key thing for all of this to happen. First of all, we had to have unity, Right? And they came to seek the Lord. They came to the Lord. was trying to find the answer to get direction. You don't go to everybody else. You go straight to the source. You go to the one that told you what to do. Right? Okay. And then he said, this is what the Lord says to you. Remember I said, Lord, you said. Right? So right here, he's getting a word from the Lord. This is what the Lord says to you from the prophet. This is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. How many times have we heard that scripture? You say all day, the battle is not mine. It's not, it's, the battle is not mine. It's God. Well, yes, it is. But what, can, we, can we look at what happened before the word of the Lord came? But then when the word of the Lord comes, then you give that word right back. Lord, you said the battle is not mine. It is yours. That you just got to sometimes just sit back and let God do it. Let's go ahead and read. Let's finish reading here. 
do not be afraid or discouraged because the, of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of this. You see how the Lord let them know exactly where to go? He telling them where to march and that where the enemy was going to be coming from. He told them everything. See, that's why them seeking the Lord, they got inside scoop as if they was part of the other army. They knew exactly what they was doing because God told them. See, people may not understand this, but when you have a relationship with God, when you sitting in a place with God, when he has your ear, not no earbud in your ear, always popping in and something else always coming into your ear. No, he has your ear. That's why I don't like them earphone things. I don't like them because uh, he has my ears. But that's another whole story. Because he right here said, <coughs> telling him exactly what's about to happen. How they're going, where they're going to be climbing up. And you will find them at the end of, of, of the gorge in, in the desert. Telling them exactly where they was going to come. And then he said, you will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the deliverance of the Lord, deliverance the Lord will give you. He's telling him to go and see where they was going to be marching up. They're going to be marching and where they're going to be coming up on their hill. He's telling them to go to see what God is going to do. See, come on. Y'all. Did y'all. Come on now. He wants you to see it though. You see what I'm saying? He's telling you the battle not yours. But he's telling you to go to the battle. And just stand firm and watch. Woo, Lord have mercy. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He going to tell you to go. Just so you can sit there and see what he about to do. Let, let me just. Lord have mercy. Let me hold it together. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions. Stand firm and see the deliverance the Lord will give you, Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow and the Lord will be with you. Did y'all hear that? Jehoshaphat, after receiving that word, Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face to the ground. And all the people, hallelujah, my God. Hallelujah. Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face to the ground. And all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down and worshiped before the Lord. Did you? Oh, Lord have mercy. Then some Levites from the Korahites and the Korahites stood up and praised the Lord. The God of Israel with a very loud voice. Now I might have pronounced those two wrong, so forgive me. But they praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a loud voice. They bowed down in worship. Then they stood up and praised before, just from receiving the word. <laughs> just from receiving the word and direction on what to do. Hallelujah. Early in the morning, they left. They went to where God told them to go. Mm. I'm going to go down here because for time's sake. Oh, my God. And then back down here in verse 21. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out 
at the head of the army saying, give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. Come on now. Give thanks unto the Lord for his love endures forever. As they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush. Oh my gosh. I, I, I could I could just take off and run on that because just look at the whole scene. The armies, they done got the bad report. The armies coming. They're coming against them. They're coming up. They're going to join forces. So then he called everybody together and they started, um, hallelujah. Oh my gosh. They came to seek the Lord. And, and one pastor talked about it. He called a fast and they came and seek the Lord. And then the word came after they set themselves to seek the Lord. Then the word came and told them what to do, how it was going to happen. And then they go on and start worshiping and praising God. You know, right now, every one of you that's listening, that been in a war zone. Hallelujah. That's been stuff coming at you from the left, the right, the, the front, the back. And you wonder how you're going to get through this. But you say, Lord, you told me if I would do certain things. Lord, you told me if I did this, what you was going to do right now. You just going to praise. Hallelujah. Send forth your children in the house and the children in the house or your siblings there, whoever. Somebody start praising God. And this is what the song is going to be today. Give thanks unto the Lord for his love endures forever. Just go ahead and make a song out of it. Give thanks unto the Lord for his love endures forever. You just make a song out of it. You just go through your house. Have them children sing this song. It's two verses. They can sing it. They can sing this song. Just start singing because the Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah, one God that stands alone in the heavens, hallelujah, that brought you out before, hallelujah, setting an ambush, an ambush on your enemies, an ambush on your enemies after your praise, my God, hallelujah, hallelujah, there is an ambush, hallelujah, I heard recently from my spiritual father when I was going through recently, he said, you got to remember to pray and praise from your position in God, not from your condition on earth. So, hallelujah. So sometimes your conditions look rough, but you know that you got God got your ear. You know, hallelujah, that He done brought you out before. My God, hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. He done brought you out before. He said, as they begin to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir who was invading Judah. And they were defeated. Hallelujah. They were defeated. The Amorites and the Moabites rose up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. And they finished slaughtering the men from Seir. They have to destroy one another. They, they killed each other. They killed each other, thinking that they were coming up against the people of God. They end up killing each other. The ones that coming up against you from the left, from the right, from the north, from the south, from the back, from the front, from wherever they're coming from, they're going to end up annihilating each other because they're coming up against the one that God told, hallelujah, to do a thing. When, <coughs> excuse me, the Lord tell you to do a thing, yeah, it could be opposition, but don't give up. Don't quit. Keep believing what God will do. Keep praising God. Keep seeking him. Keep praying. You get on your face. You say, Lord, you told me 
to do this. And that's what I said. I said, Lord, you told me to do this. Hallelujah. So every weapon that be trying to come up against me, it's going to be destroyed. Because I'm doing and you're doing what God told you to do. Hallelujah. You go back to him and say, God, you're the one. You're the only true and living God. And you told me to do this. You got my back. You're going to be the one to take care of any enemy. Because you said the battle is not mine. It belongs to you. Hallelujah. 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 Woo. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Lord. And then you read down further. It says here, my God, hallelujah. Woo. The presence of God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it goes on to say that after all that, after they annihilate each other, the enemies killed each other, the ones that's coming up against you, when you know that you know that you know God is telling you to do certain things, and you're moving in what God told you to do, you're not waiting for an opinion, you're doing what God told you to do. And when the opposition shows up, and the armies come, and they join forces against you, God is taking care of it. He said the battle's not yours. And after the battle is what I want to get to. All these things that they received, it took them three days, it says, to pick up the spoils, the valuables. Now all these people that came together, remember all these people, Judah and Jerusalem, all of them came together with their little ones, their children, their spouses. It took them three days to pick up Everything that the enemy left behind. Three days. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To pick it all up. I just want to tell you today. When the Lord, when you go to him and say, Lord, you said. You said, Lord. You said when you go to him and give him back his word that he had placed even above his name. You got to just sit back. You go ahead and praise God. You go ahead and worship him. You keep believing him because he is taking care of every enemy. Every one of them going to be taken care of because you're doing what God told you to do. Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. As you go into this week, remember my God, hallelujah, to speak life over yourself. Speak life over your family. Speak life over your neighborhood. And you got the key to it is to speak life now. Don't give up on your dream. Don't, don't get frustrated. Just believe God. Read Second Chronicles 20. Read it, read it over and over until it gets in your spirit. Just read it out loud. Because reading it out loud go do something. Remember, you just got to say this week, Lord, you said. Lord, you said. Lord, you said. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you all for joining today. Share this with someone. And I talk to you all again. Next week. Bye-bye.